Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. It's going down. This is episode 25 of the Damage Report Live Radio. This is Jeff McConnell, a.k.a. Zen Rhino, joined by my trusty co-host, Ted Check, the YouTube sensation. How are you doing, Ted? Hey, Jeff. I'm doing great, man. Um, you know, it was a busy week, as I'm sure it was for a lot of people, but uh, hey, it's awesome that it's the weekend and, uh, it's a, you know, we got some uh, some good fights coming up. So, yeah, I'm psyched. Definitely, yeah, definitely some good fights coming up tonight. Uh, I'm kind of excited that on uh, Access TV, there's uh, CES MMA. Uh, it's up in uh, New England. Uh, not sure if it's Connecticut or Rhode Island, uh, but it'll be on Access TV tonight. And uh, looking forward to seeing Rick Hahn in the uh, main event. Um, also, um, one, a, a fighter who I guess she's making her pro debut. I'm I, uh, very interested in her. It was Sarah Tant. I uh, hope I said that right. She's going to be on the fight card. Also is Roger the Leprechaun Carroll. Um, you may have seen him on uh, yeah. back whenever the uh, XFC was uh, still doing fights in the USA and was on uh, Access TV. Definitely love uh, Roger and uh, his brother Joe. They're, they're excellent. Celtic Warriors, as it is. Um, so that's going on. So uh, why don't you do the, uh, the MMA Barn uh, promo, and then I'll, we'll get into some local uh, events some news, and then uh, hopefully we'll wait for uh, former UFC event coordinator Burt Watson, who I see just seems to have popped on. So I'll let you do the MMA Barn thing. Sure, yeah. Uh, MMA Barn is a uh, that's an affiliate. Uh, it's, a, it's a website, MMABarn.org. Um, Eddie the Dude Dowd is the proprietor of that. Uh, you know, so he, he's a great guy. He's a guy that we've had on the show a couple of times. And so this website is your destination for anything MMA-related, whether it be apparel or um, if you need equipment, go to MMABarn.org for all of that. Great prices, great selection. And uh, if you use our name, at least the first part of it, Damage, D-A-M-M-A-G-E, if you put that code in there, when it asks you for it, you get free shipping. So uh, what's better than that? Nothing. I Definitely think. great, great, great <laughs> items. Excellent price, and hey, you get free shipping by using the code Damage. Uh, like I said, we do have uh, Bert on hold there. I try to get oh, to him real great. quick here. Um, uh, what I want to do is there's three events coming up in uh, Pennsylvania, mostly Central. Uh, one's kind of out in your way, uh, but I want to get to them real quick before we get to Bert. Uh, 
We have uh, coming up uh, this week, Friday, or yeah, Saturday the 14th, sorry, in Pittsburgh, is Gladiators of the Cage 16. Uh, this one's at the Sirius Shriners in Cheswick, PA. Robert Joseph from Epic Leap Entertainment, friend of the show, great guy. Got to meet him uh, back at Complete Devastation 9 um, in Altino a while back. Um, Dan Bogan, amazing uh, announcer. You know, he's great. He always gives a shout-out to the show and, and to you and I at every event, so that, that's cool. Oh, uh, awesome. I also wanted to give a quick – yeah, yeah, Dan's amazing. You know, he, he's, you know, he's, you know I, I see Bruce Buffer, then Dan Bogan, and then, you know, friend of the show, uh, Drew Shannon from uh, Cage Nation TV, who does some local events. But, yeah, Dan is definitely awesome, how he always shows us love. Um, I think uh, Jim Alger and Alan Levine from Pittsburgh Sports Line will be there, as well as Jamie Chesney from In Your Face MMA. And I'm sure, like I said, Albert and Drew from Cage Nation TV will probably be there. Uh, main event in that one is Dominic, the Honey Badger Mazzotta, a uh, good fighter from Pittsburgh. You may see him uh, on Bellator or, you know, Legacy, one of the, the larger promotions, even maybe the UFC, because he, he's a very exciting fighter. He's going up against Brandon Seiler, in the main event. Uh, some other fighters, uh, people from Central or Western PA may have heard of. Uh, Jonas Rubiano is fighting Jonathan Kaufman. And also on that fight card is uh, Dan Kakuda, Jacob Kozarowski, and more. So that, that's coming up this weekend. Uh, I believe the St. Patrick's Day Parade is either today or tomorrow. I think it's tomorrow, actually, in Pittsburgh. And then uh-huh. you can have a great night of MMA fights in uh, in the Berg. So check that out if, if you're in the area. Great. Um, Coming up uh, next week in your part of the state, uh, Lancaster, is World Cage Fighting Championships 13. Uh, Doug's a really great guy. Uh, Helen Mokura is a matchmaker for WCC, and they're putting on some good fights there in Lancaster next week. And then later on this month in Altoona, here is Complete Devastation, or CDMMA 11. That's the 28th here at the Jaffa Shrine in Altoona. Uh, Drew D'Aria is the uh, promoter. Uh, Ryan Glunt's the matchmaker. He put together some good fights on there. Drew Shannon's the announcer. Uh, him and Albert Cameron from Cage Nation TV uh, do the cage side commentary also. And uh, special guest uh, is going to be Charlie Brenneman. And I have Charlie, uh, I have a, a soft confirmation from him for the 27th, uh, our episode in two weeks. Uh, he's going to be the special guest. He's not actually fighting. Uh, at CDMMA, and we can get into that uh, on the show. But our uh, main event there is Brad Machine Gun Mountain against uh, a very tough guy from, I believe, Michigan, uh, William Ward. Uh, also on that fight card, you're going to see uh, Cody Kalheim, a.k.a. Lenny, uh, local favorite here in the Alpena area. Jacob Kozarowski is also supposed to be on that, which be interesting, seeing as he's fighting this week in Pittsburgh. But uh, also Ethan Goss, uh, the Wolverine, who, uh, from, if I read his Facebook page right, he's up in Long Island training with uh, the Sarah Longo guys up there uh, with, uh, you know, Eddie Gordon, uh, Chris Weidman, and the like. So, definitely, there's Pennsylvania in March, great MMA fights. Uh, is there anything in your part of the state you want to mention real quick before we uh, bring on Bruce? I mean, sorry, Bert. <coughs> sorry, I started to cough there. Um, no, Jeff, I mean, you mentioned it, the, uh, the show next week in, in Lancaster, uh, unfortunately, I, I tried to get you know I tried to free up some time to to get over there, uh, but my schedule is, you know I I got a I got some family stuff I got to take care of so I can't. 
unfortunately, because it's only about maybe a half hour from my house. Um, but yes, I was really looking forward to getting out there. But yeah, let's bring on Bert. Let's let's talk to him. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you've watched a, a UFC event on TV any time within, say, the last 14 years, you probably know who this guy is. He is, I don't want to call him the hype master, but, I mean, he is, as Joe Rogan calls him, the babysitter to the stars. Um, you know, like I was telling Ted earlier before the show started, that he is part of the experience for me that makes, you know, UFC events what they were. And, uh, you know, it's, it's you probably known by his catchphrase, we roll in. So uh, let's bring him on. Bert, are you there? Yes, sir, I am, baby, all night long. Hey, how, you, how you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. You know, I'm trying to make it like everybody else and blessed by the best. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I saw you uh, post, I'll mention this real quick, and then I'll uh, let Ted start in with the first question here. But uh, I wanted to mention your uh, your website, which is Bert Watson, the number four, real.com. I saw you were selling some uh Babysitter to the Stars shirts and uh, your autographs, and I'll definitely be picking up one of them once I get. Oh uh, man, I would I would that. love that. I would love that. <laughs> I would love the support. Yeah. And you know, yeah. it's it, it's it's something that I kind of dibbing and dabbing into, and and right now it's 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 kind of my pastime enjoyment, and I I I would love the support, and I love the support I've been getting thus far. Definitely. Yeah. That's, oh, hey. Like, like I said, I mean, I've, I've interviewed some UFC fighters and some some big names, but I'm actually like I was telling Ted, I'm kind of starstruck here. I'm, I'm definitely a fan. You know, <laughs> have been for a while since the boxing days, and we'll get into that as we go on. But but definitely check out BurtWatsonForReal.com. You can find him on on uh, Facebook and also Twitter is Burt Watson the number four real. So yeah. uh, I'll, I'll let Ted get in here. We can start with uh, the first question. Hey, Bert, how you doing? Oh, I'm trying to make it, Ted. How about yourself, baby? Uh, I'm doing great. I'm doing great, man. Hey, and just to, uh, it's great to have you on the show. And just to kind of get this out of the way, I know you're, you're probably sick of talking about it, but, you know, you, you're exit from the UFC. Everybody wants to know, because I've been getting into battles with people on YouTube over this, what the what the heck went down? I mean, you know, was it Munoz? Was it Rousey? What what, <laughs> what was it? What happened? Well, you know, first of all, and 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 to kind of, Put it right into a nutshell. I will. I will go on record by absolutely saying that my decision had absolutely nothing to do with any fighter, any camp, anyone in the operations department. I've, and fighters and camps are my life. Fighters yeah. and camps are the people that I touch or tried to touch, or people that 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 you know I try to motivate to motivate me. And the people that I respect, you know, when I get these guys in a in a in a group before and after a fight, that whole week, you know, and, and I say it lovingly and jokingly, I can mess with you, but I'm not gonna let anybody else mess with you, baby. I mean, they were my life, and and I did that. So, you know, when this whole thing happened, uh, I was not about to sit on the radio or on television or whatever media to hash it out within that because that's just not in my opinion it's just it was it wouldn't have been right you know mm-hmm. uh but when i started hearing just as you said ted uh you know that there were rumors about fighters and camps being involved and i figured i had to kind of step out a little bit but to squash that absolutely not 
no fighter, no camp. You know, there was a bit of a dif- disagreement between myself and someone on a high level, high executive level, which, right. uh, you know, it, it 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 came to me and I got a little offended, which you know that's. That's just my personality, you know. Uh, if if you stepped, if if you step here, you better be right, you know. Mm-hmm. And and I was questioned about a couple of things, and a couple of things were brought to my attention. And quite honestly, I didn't feel they were justified, and I answered. And that's what happened. Uh, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, if you live right and you think right, and you feel right, and you treat people right, you don't have to apologize or think about some of the decisions that you make. I'm not saying you don't ever think about a decision that you make because, you know, decisions that you make are sometimes spontaneous, sometimes they're personal, sometimes they're irrational, and sometimes they're they're thought through. But it is just that, a decision. But if you start right, then your decisions ultimately turn out to be fairly decent ones. So just to follow up with that, Bert, um, yeah, this is a job that you had for, what, about 14 years? 14 years, yes, sir. And, and you know, this was a lot of responsibility that was entrusted to you, and, of course, you, you came with a lot of experience you know, coming into the job. And so over the years, you, you had built up a, a great reputation with the fighters and, and with, of course, uh, you, know, uh, 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 you know, the higher-ups, the executives in, in the UFC. But when you had this, uh, um, I don't know what you call it, disagreement or, or something, confrontation with, with the one person within the organization, uh, was the response from the UFC not what you expected? And is that what prompted you to then leave? Well, it, no, no, because it didn't. It, it really didn't get to that level uh, where where it was taken to another day, and there was an expected response from anyone. No, I I made a I made a decision. You know, I got offended and and I defended myself. And yeah. the end of that decision was that that it just it ended up the way it did now. You know, uh-huh. and uh, it's 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 something that I did, and I. I'm going to stick by and live with it. Right. Uh, right. You know, not that I'm ultra sensitive or or any of those things. I have my soft spots. Might be a right. little bit softer than some people, uh, but I take pride in what I do. Right. And you know, I, I don't regret regret and can't regret my decision. You know, I'm honestly, <laughs> you know. If you were to just look at the at, at the cards I got in my pocket, it all says senior citizens. You know, so yeah. it, it, it's, not that it's not something that probably would not have happened four years from now. You know, or three years from now. I'm 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 near that. This just expedited that process. I see. Okay. So you, I mean, yeah, you, I mean, nearing retirement anyway. So you're like, hey. Um, I don't need this. Is that was that kind of it? I don't. I don't need this. I I guess you know it, it it's it's gonna 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 look like that or take that kind of face or, you know. But but again, it I'm very strong in my convictions, and I I felt that I was disrespected. 
Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't think that I deserved what came at me the way it came at me. And the quick response to that was throw a left hook and I did. <laughs> I mean, exactly. The way that you handled things, I mean, uh, sorry to interrupt there, Ted, but uh, no, I mean, you've been very professional it. about it. Um, I, I like how, you know, you didn't want to throw anybody under the bus. You haven't mentioned anyone by name specifically. You know, you just explained your, your situation. And, I mean, it seems like from at least what I, I've, I've, you know, watched some video of you responding to it and, and articles written about it, it seems like, like you were saying that, you know, you pride yourself on being professional, and that was what was called into question, that maybe you didn't do your job properly or fully. And, and I could totally understand, you know, reacting the way you did. So, I mean, is, is that kind of what it was? It was that they were questioning what you do and how you did it? Or, yes. Um, yes. And, and, I mean, you, you're saying here that I kind of follow up what Ted was uh, getting at there, um, you know, you, like you said, you, you're at that point in your life where it may have happened anyway, but is – is uh, is there a possibility that things could be mended and you could return to that? I mean, because I, I was one of the ones I was putting that hashtag bring Bert back, you know, because uh, <laughs> uh, I love seeing uh, you on uh, there. I and, and <laughs> I definitely, I, I, I mentioned Dana White, and I'm, I put in as many stars as I can, like Rhonda and that. I'm like, come on, <laughs> do what you got to do to bring Bert back. <laughs> and so is there a possibility that, you know, we could see you? I will, I will say this, that the possibility of seeing me again someday, you know, at a at maybe a slower pace, yes, 100%. But, you know, they, they, they move on. They move on because they have to move at a fast pace. They have a lot going on and a lot to do, and, you know, they're four wheels on a tire, and they got, they got four wheels on a car. And one of them just got a little bit of air out of it, <laughs> you know. They're going to keep going till they get to the gas station and put air in it, and then they're going to roll. I don't, I, uh, you know, uh, I think that part of it's done. And if it if it wasn't, I I wouldn't I probably wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm okay, you know. I'm I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I am. I am. I'm. I miss fighters already. They made it tough the first two days. They made it real tough. You know, I think for the first time in 15 years, I didn't answer my phone, and I think the time before that was because the phone, the bill wasn't paid. You know, <laughs> but other other than that, I mean, you know, for those. For that time frame, those two days, I didn't, I, I don't like getting mushy, you know, yeah. and and I know those guys meant it, those guys meant it, man. I I feel that every time I'm around fighters, I feel that every time I talk to them, I feel that every time I step to them, because I step to them, face to face, man to man, but with a heart in between us, and they they know that. You know, and and they gave that back to me the past couple of days. You know, and and I'm not go- I'm not going to hash things out. You know, over the airways, al- although it is so hard <laughs> today to get away <laughs> from and around social media, baby. I mean, it is that is the whole world today. 
is social media. And it's hard to do that. But social media gives you one chance and one chance to mess it up. If it gets you, it's going to get you. So you got to kind of try to be on top of it, you know, and, and it's not hard. It is not a hard thing, gentlemen, to put 30 good years into something and have somebody mess it up for you in one night. That's not hard to do. Mm-hmm. Well, Bert, speaking of uh, of years, tell us about the years before the UFC, because I, I think I read that you have a military background and then, and then I guess you uh, you got into boxing. So can you kind of take us through that uh, a little bit? Siempre C- Fi. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> my marine. marine. That's my Marine Corps. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Nice. Uh, you know, and that and that was that was a transition from from college, where I did my first and only you know professional fighting from that point, and I had two fights. First fight, you know, being from Philly. I can scrap a little bit. So I had my first one and I did the Philly thing and I won it. And nice. I thought I I thought I was good. I got my second fight and I got beat down. Oh. I got I got I got punished for four rounds and I was saying, Lord, if I get out of these four rounds, I'm done. And I got out of those four rounds and that's the last fight I ever had. <laughs> that was it. And that was the extent of it. And, and you know, during my time in the Marine Corps, coming out and meeting Joe Frazier on a, on a whim, you know, we becoming friends and, uh, you know, the rest of it, you know, being friends for a while and then becoming, you know, joining his camp and becoming his manager through till about 1996, you know, and at that point, that's when I left Boxing, because my thing with Joe Frazier was making money from his name, which was not a hard job to do because that was smoking Joe Frazier. That's right. But I had to manage how we did that, so to speak. But I did that, and and it was was one of the – a part of the unbelievable things that have happened to me in my life. Uh, I did that till 1996 when, you know, things started getting a little lean uh, in terms of, you know, doing personal appearances and things like that. Uh, and I didn't want to get out of, out of the sport of boxing, but during that time working, I knew or I saw that there was a very, there was a very big disconnect between fighters and promoters. Because I worked with Don uh. King, Lou DiBella, Cedric Kushner, the Duvas, main event, top rank, Mike Akery. I can go on and on. And I, I I worked with all of them, and I could see, you know, the relationship. And I knew through my first couple of fights that there needed to be some kind of a connect between a fighter and promoter. And that's how I became a coordinator, trying to build that bridge between the two and you know it worked. It it worked. I think the only person that I did not work with in my career, and I'm thinking it's, it's probably Lennox Lewis. Hmm. But I, anybody else, Chavez, Trinidad, Camacho, Duran, Sugar Ray Leonard, Tyson, De La Hoya, Hopkins, uh, anybody wow. else you could name. 
I could probably, you know, I worked with Roger Mayweather, and 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 Floyd was a little kid throwing <laughs> speed bags. You know, and wow. and and didn't I mean Floyd was Floyd was a little kid, and I worked with Roger Mayweather through that. And even worked with Roger when he became a trainer and worked with Layla Ali because I did all of Layla Ali's fights. Well, not all of them. Layla was probably 26-0, and 0, and I probably did 23 or 22 fights with her. Uh-huh. Wow. I did the fight with Layla Ali against Jackie Frazier. You know, so... And and that went on and on and on and on. And I did Kostya Zoo and Zab Judah, I think it was, you know. Uh, and before that, I had done a, a Gotti. I forgot who Arturo Gatti for, but I met I met. Dennis. Oh, Arturo Gatti and Mickey Ward. Were you, were you there for that one? Uh for those three. I did one of them, and I did Gatti and De La Hoya. Did he fight? Was it De La Hoya? You know, I'm old. My mind slipping a little bit. Tired, <laughs> but. But uh, yeah, I did. I did. Uh, as I said, the only person that I can remember not working with is Lennox Lewis. And the last major fight that I did, I did four, three or four fights for each Klitschko brother hmm. because K two Promotions was there, and I did. I did. They were actually the last boxing group that I worked with. And, you know, they got to a point where, you know, I was their main coordinator and, you know, I kept getting fights and getting fights and they said, man, we got to, we we need you when you need you, when we need you. <laughs> and I made a decision then. I said, well, you know what, y'all got to do what you got to do. Because I was getting yeah. fights from the UFC and I couldn't, yeah. and it, it looked like it was a pretty good, going to be a pretty good gig. So, Klitschko's moved on. And that was my last boxing event. And that was, I think, maybe 2007, maybe? Or 2008. So, so since that time, you've been exclusive with the UFC? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. And uh, I'm sure you guys you guys know why. You guys know the schedule. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and they yeah increased it. Uh, there was uh, kind of switching gears a little bit. I mean, I figured you're the perfect person to ask this question. I was watching uh, the nightly show last night, and uh, they had Mike Tyson on, and the subject was boxing. Um, and uh, the host asked uh, Mike and, and the other panelists, uh, you know, the Pacquiao Mayweather fight is, is coming up. It's probably you know being billed as the largest, biggest boxing uh, fight ever. Uh, it's got a high expected uh, payout. Um, but they were saying that other than that, boxing seems to have been on a decline, um, especially compared to, you know, with the rise of MMA. Now, um, in your opinion, do you think boxing is pretty much dead other than, you know, this super fight between Pacquiao and Mayweather? Or do you feel that it's it's still alive and kicking, and, um, you know, especially compared to MMA? What are your thoughts on that? Boxing is still alive and kicking, but it's going to take them a while you know, after De La, after Pacquiao, Mayweather, and Bernard Hopkins, who now has, I think, has retired, after those guys are gone, it's going to take them a while to build back to the the events where 
people are going to pay to see on pay-per-view. And and Showtime and HBO are going to are going to be thrilled to put them on on prime time on a HBO Showtime spot, or 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 that they can make still make twenty four seven work, uh, and it has to build back up to that. I saw a boxing match about a month ago between two heavyweights, and it was pretty good. But you know, if you don't work on the feeder system, you know, some people have a tendency to take a racehorse, and run him till he becomes a mule, and then mm-hmm. still expect him to win the Kentucky Derby. That can't happen. So it's going to take a while for them to work on, you know, the talent. They still got, there's still talent there, there's, but it's been under the MMA banner now for for so long that it's it's, it's going to take a while for them to get back. But boxing is the oldest sport. Probably in the world, one of the oldest. You know, it, it 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 can still, at times. You know, if a fan sits back and has an argument with another fan about the good old days and can remember it, then he's gonna sit and watch something to see how much of the good old days he can still see. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah, I was gonna... Go ahead, Ted. Hey, hey, Bert, um, we're kind of, I think we're running short on time, so I wanted to get this in before we get cut off by Blog Talk Radio. Can you please give us for, for you know, one final time the We Rollin' speech? That would just be uh-huh. awesome if you could do that. Did you say we had about 30 seconds? Did you well, say 30 well, seconds? To so 30 well, seconds means they... that we got a dirty 30 before we roll in that hole. We got a 1-5 before we go live, baby. It's time to go to work. You know what that means when it's time to go to work, baby? We rollin', yeah, all night long. Thank you, Bert. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, uh, I was going to say, sometimes Blog Talk Radio cuts us off. We might have about ten more minutes. That's why, if, if we can, let's let's try to run this till the wheels fall off. But I, I do appreciate Ted having the sense that to get that in there. Um, well, you, you, got, know, we do have, you like, just a got it in there, area. baby. Yeah, that, um, well, like I said, a lot of times they'll give us 10 to 15 minutes. We just never know, but that that's uh, <clears throat> the... Well, you know, I got, a, I got another appointment in, in about five minutes anyway, so because uh, I, I knew you guys, I'd, I'd probably be with you guys about 30, 35 minutes. Okay. So I got to... Yeah, Bert, if you, you got to jump off, Bert, that, that's great. Yeah, uh, yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely appreciate well, you being here. Like I said, big fan. Wish you the most success in everything that you do, you know, definitely, and thank you for coming on. Well, I appreciate you guys, and I'm going to tell you something as long as it stays like it is. But if I have to come back and I need you, I call you. You better pick that phone up. Oh, definitely. <laughs> All right. We definitely. will. I, we will. Definitely. And before definitely. I do go, I, I hear you guys, are, you know, I heard a lot of advertisement for Pennsylvania, the Pennsylvania area. That's that's my area, man. That's, you know, well, you know I live in Philly. Yes. Are you still there? Are you still there? Yeah. In, in yeah, Philly. I'm still in Philly. I'm still oh, I'm, in Philly. I'm in York. I'm about uh, two hours uh, two hours west of you. I'm right off of City Line Avenue. Right oh, off nice. Nice. Get you, we'll have to get you hooked <laughs> up with some of the promotions there. Maybe you can do some uh, guest uh, spots at, like, you know, Cage Fury Fighting Championships or Global Proving Ground or, or uh, World Cage Fighting Championships. I'm sure, uh, you know, the people would love to see you live, you know. Well, do me a favor. Hands. You have my email. You have my phone. I am in Philly. And 
you know, teaching is my thing. Teaching and coordinating is my thing. If I'm not working, I don't mind touching people. So keep that in mind, and I'm here for you, baby. Thank you, Bert. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. BertWatsonForReal.com, baby. Yes, definitely. Go buy his Babysitter to the Stars shirt to get him signed. Get it hooked up, definitely. That was that was amazing. I, I like I said, I, I was kind of giddy there a little bit. I, I interviewed, you know, some UFC stars. We, you know, we've had some great people on the show. You know, but I, I was a little starstruck there because you know he is a legend. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fantastic to talk to him. What, what a great guy. You know. Yeah, I mean, so, um, amazing stories. I, I wish we could have had more time with him. You know, I mean. Yeah, I'm sure he could have, if he, if he would have been available, he probably could have talked for another hour or so. I mean, oh, yeah. it would have been great. So definitely, yeah. Um, I was going to say, uh, yeah, because I, I didn't get a chance to mention, like, there was people like, you know, Justin Buckholds from Team Alpha Male. I saw a video today on Facebook saying, you know, he's just a good dude. And there have been many UFC stars, you know, on video in support of Bert. Hopefully, you know, we can see him in a UFC event. Um, or if not somewhere else, maybe a local event. I'm definitely going to try to talk to people like Helen Locura and you know other other promoters that, and matchmakers. I know maybe they can get him at a local event because uh, you know he, he's got a wealth of knowledge and wealth of experience. And uh, hopefully these uh, Pennsylvania promotions can uh, can uh, have him around and, and the new generation can get to meet the legends. Right, and, and you know the other thing is I would like to see that too, but I wouldn't be surprised if somebody else picked him up. You know. Uh... You know, maybe Scott Coker from Bellator would would give him a call and say, "Hey, do you want yeah. do you want to work for us or or another? Who knows? Another you know fairly big MMA organization. I mean, he's yeah. he's a free agent right now, you know. So um, yeah, you never know where it might turn up next. Yeah, I mean, I've been hard on uh, Bellator past few weeks, and you know, some of the the choices that they've uh, that they've made, uh, you know. And I made fun of them, you know, picking up the cast off and the has-beens from the UFC. But this is a, this is the case. If they if they end up hiring Burt Watson to be their event coordinator, that that would not be that. That would be a turn in the right direction for Bellator. That would be a coup, in my opinion. I mean, maybe he oh, could yeah. uh, give them some of his, his experience and help things out because uh, I don't know. Maybe you can get get your your opinion on this real quick. But I, I was I was really slamming Bellator for the Kimbo Slice Ken Shamrock fight. I mean, I was making fun of it back in 2008 before it, you know, it was it ended up not happening, and I said it was a bad idea then, and it's an even worse idea now. So, uh, um, well, I think you did a yeah. video on that. So, why don't you give yeah. your thoughts on that real quick, and and we could uh, get to some other things before we uh, roll out. Well, I think that you know the people who are uh, you know on the internet or wherever slamming the fight are going to be the same people who are going to tune in to watch it. It's it may be a train wreck, but, you know, a train wreck is something that you can't help but see. You can't help but turn your head and watch. So, um, yeah, it would have been better if we had seen it the first time around in Elite XC. Um, but, uh, you know, I think it's a smart move, actually, by Scott Coker because these are two guys that have uh, big fan followings, and that's what Bellator needs. That's, I think that's, that's the idea. They're just... They're just uh, grabbing up anybody they can. They don't care if they're UFC cast-offs. They're grabbing up anybody mm-hmm. they can that has a built-in or, you know, already solidified fan following because it just all they're trying to do is get eyes on the product. And uh, at the same time, they're, they're, they have their own homegrown stars, you know, guys like Liam McGeary, guys like Emmanuel Newton, um, you know, and, and on and on. 
So they've got so they're trying to achieve a balance between the two. And yeah. I think I see the plan, and you know they're executing the plan. That's that's how I feel. I know I'm going to watch that. Yeah, that's, well, see, my thing was that you know when I was slamming it originally, you know it was Ken Shamrock wasn't the Ken Shamrock that he was when he fought in the UFC. I mean, he, right. between right. 2000 and 2008, he went he lost eight out of ten fights. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. before he, he you know he had never even lost two in a row before leading up to that, and then that. 10-fight streak, you know, he, he lost three times to Tito. You know, he was got embarrassed there. He got cut from the UFC. He fought uh, in a promotion in England, lost that fight, and then that's how he got brought in. You know, I felt that it was like a shady, you know, I mean, there was, you know, the rumors that it was supposedly going to be a fixed fight, you know, if you believe Seth Petrozelli's version of, of things. But um, it just seemed like the promoter just, was using him as a gimmick, you know, and kind of doing him a disservice. You know, he he was just banking on his former name, saying, okay, you know, we had some questionable fights with Kimbo. You know, they had the one with, um, what's it, uh, Tank Abbott, where Tank admitted to right. David Letterman that, that he hadn't even trained. He was lifting weights 12 ounces at a time, he said, you know, drinking beer. Um, right. And he got beat that... James Thompson, where the fight got stopped because they hit the cauliflower ear and blood went everywhere. Yep. You know, he was, he still could have fought, and I just I just didn't like how how they were doing that. I mean, and if if you look at it, I mean that was they really haven't fought since then. I mean, Kimbo, you know, oh, he's he's like UFC, yeah. I mean, you know, the boxing, yeah, he brought that back. It was just, but yeah, I mean. Actually, you know, what you said kind of made a little sense to me. Maybe I will tune in. I, before that, I wasn't going to. But now, the way you said, maybe I will. It's well, just, I mean, it's not going to be a great fight. Uh, you know, yeah. either either Kimbo is going to knock Ken out quickly or Ken's going to get it to the ground and he'll hook him. Um, yeah. You know, it's going to be one or the other, I think. You know, and, and yeah, Ken's 51 and Kimbo's 41. So, yeah. you know, they're yeah. going to move a little slower. It, it, you know, it, it, it ain't going to be pretty. You know, it, it's not going to be... Uh, these are not guys that are at the top of the food chain, but, um, you know, we, if you know that going in, then your expectations are lower. So, <laughs> yeah, you know I, I, mean? I actually expect it to be a better fight than uh, Tito, Stephen Bonner. I mean, that, that was just, that was a train wreck that never should have happened. But I mean, this, yeah, this, uh, I'm giving it but look more at the credit ratings, than, though. look at the ratings. Look, yeah. Yeah. That's look what true. they got. I mean, know? I guess, I mean, I should, I should look at positives instead of just, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you, know, you open my eyes on that, yeah. Well, you know, I mean, uh, I, I just, I, I see, I, I get, I think I get what, what Scott Coker's doing. And, and uh, yeah. you know, I mean, he's doing what he can. I, you know, it's, it's a different, he's going a different direction than the UFC a little bit. And uh, he has to. I mean, he's not going to mimic them entirely. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of like the uh, the Chip Kelly thing in, in uh, for the Philadelphia Eagles. Either it's a genius move or it's going to fall flat. So you got to wait to see what what's going on. And you know, I mean, Scott Coker does have a, a, a history of of doing things good and or well. Okay, that get my English there, but yeah, so I'm willing to give him a chance. Yes, yeah, I, I appreciate you helping me evolve my view on that. So, hey Jeff, but, uh, before, I do what I can. Yeah, well, yeah hey, hey, that's like I, said, I mean, that, that's why I appreciate you know, uh, like the last time. I, it took me a while to get around to uh, responding to your uh, your agree disagree for the the oblique kick, and and even though I, I didn't agree with you, I, I at least I, I I understood where you were coming from, and I respect your position. So 
I, you know, and and I, I do like it. You're you're one of a, a select group of people that that can challenge my views in a way that that allows me to, uh, you know, evolve my position sometimes. I mean, even if I don't end up agreeing with what you say, I, I still at least learn something about it, and I, that's why I think our, our series hmm. of uh, agree disagree works so well. Yeah, man, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, hey, we got, we're about to get cut off, I bet, but uh, we got USC 185 this weekend too, huh? <laughs> yes. Who are you picking in the main event and co-main event? We'll try to get that real quick uh, before we uh... – Yeah, Pettis. I'm picking Pettis. I just think he's on another level entirely. I mean, Dos Anjos is, is uh, a great fighter, but I just don't think he wins against Pettis in, in anywhere, on the ground, on the mm-hmm. feet. You know, I just, I just don't – Pettis is just – He's just, uh, he's on another level right now, you know. I don't, I don't okay. see anybody that's going to beat him. Um, and the co-main is, uh, refresh my memory. Uh, that's Carla Esparza and Joanna, I don't want to uh, say her last name, Jedrzejczyk. Yeah, I think, I believe it's Jedrzejczyk. Yeah, Jedrzejczyk. Yeah. yeah, that's the, uh, the strawweight uh, title fight. I, I, Dude, have, I, don't, uh, I don't know anything. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I don't. I like Carla. She, you know, she's she's one of the best fighters in the world. But I just I I see Joanna taking it from her on that one. Mm. But uh, what, what do yeah, you I think mean, about? Go ahead. Yep. No. No. Go ahead. I was gonna say, what do you think about since since you're really not onto that one? What do you think about Matt Brown uh, and uh, Johnny, uh, Hendricks, Johnny Hendricks and also the Overeem uh, Big Country? Oh God! I mean, jeez. Uh... With uh, Matt Brown and, and, and Hendricks, I mean, uh, two two talented welterweights. But uh, I'm trying to think. I, I pretty, I'm pretty sure I did a video on this, and I think I picked Matt Brown. I think I think I did pick him. I mean, because okay. his uh, his work rate, you know, his his um, uh, he's just going to uh, accelerate and and be so aggressive against uh, Johnny Hendricks. And uh, you know, I don't I don't know that Hendricks is going to be able to handle that. He, Hendricks is going to go for the takedown, so we're going to have to see how Matt Brown deals with that. Hendricks is going to, I think, is going to resort, going to get hit too many times, and he's going to try to resort to the takedown. And uh, that is going to be Matt Brown's key to victory if he can avoid the takedown and just keep it standing and get in that Muay Thai clinch and start winging those elbows, you know. So uh, I think he's going to win, though. I think Matt Brown's going to win. Okay. I agree with that. Totally. Everything you said, I totally agree with that. So what about uh, Overeem and Big Country? Oh, God. That, you know, geez. I mean, you look at Overeem's chin. It hasn't been great. Uh, and we know that Roy Nelson has, uh, well, until the Mark Hunt fight, he had an iron chin um, and also has uh, some dynamite in his fists. Um, see, I don't want to go against my videos, <laughs> but I make these videos so far in advance, and then, you know, your your outlook on things changes. But uh, I don't That's know. Right, I, think, uh, I think I'm going to go with Overeem on it. I think, I think Overeem's actually going to knock him out. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what I was leaning to. Let me see what I what I made my pick on here. I put Pettis uh, by second round KO TKO, and then I put Overeem by third round TKO. But I, I think either it's either going to be Big Country's going to get him quick, or Overeem's going to you know knock him out. One of the two. I also picked I picked uh, Brown by second round TKO. Mm-hmm. But here's a good one for you: Does Henry Cejudo make weight or not? Apparently, you can bet on that. <laughs> I heard that. In Vegas. You, could, you could put money on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have him winning by decision, but uh, do you? Does he make weight, or do you think he misses weight? 
Yeah, I, th- either way, this is the last uh, – well, not either way, but, I mean, if he doesn't, this is the last straw. You know, uh, I think Dana White's probably going to go, that's it, you are never – because this is at 125, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so he's going to sit Dana White and be like, you're never, ever touching 125 again. Yeah. Forget it, it's done, you're 135 or <laughs> or above. <laughs> but yeah. uh, forget it. You're never I getting say he should fight lightweight. Because I heard he's going to be cutting like 30 – Thirty-five pounds, yeah, thirty wow. pounds to make to make weight on that. I was like, wow, he should be fighting lightweight then. Huh. So, yeah, I mean, but this, yeah, this, is, this uh, is the final straw for him. I was gonna say, look, before we run out here, why don't you do the uh, MMA barn uh, promo, and then uh, I'll let you take it out. And look, like I said, hopefully we're gonna have Jessica I next week. Waiting to hear back from her. She's on her way to Texas right now to do some things. Uh, at South by Southwest and also uh, UFC event this weekend. And then hopefully the week after that, we have Charlie Brenneman. So uh, it's a great show. Glad having you back. I'm, you know, 25th episode was amazing. Uh, you know, it's always better when we have the two of us here. So uh, I'll let you do the MMA Barn thing and your final thoughts and let you take us out. Okay, so MMABarn.org. Uh, go there for all your MMA needs, whether it's apparel or equipment. Um you know, go there for the best, the best prices, best selection. If you put E-A-N-M-A-G-E in as the code, uh, you will get free shipping. So that's uh, that's quite a bonus there. What's better than that? What's better than free shipping? Nothing is. So, um, you know, head over to MMABarn.org. Cool. And, and I'll it. let you take us out there. Uh... Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, it was, it was... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.